Isaac Shade here, co-host of the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Join Andy Patton and me every Monday as we break down all the buzzer-beating action, conference rivalry games, and need-to-know bubble matchups ahead of the NCAA tournament. Check out the Locked On College Basketball Podcast every Monday, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Coming up today on Locked On Texas Tech, it's a take care of business kind of weekend as the Red Raiders visit the Knights in Orlando. We're into it next on Locked On Texas Tech. You are Locked On Texas Tech, your daily podcast on the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're going to start this thing off right. Everything runs through Lubbock. Great to be with you again on Locked On Texas Tech on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, always free and available on YouTube or anywhere you get podcasts. And today's episode brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. New customers join today and you're going to get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. So visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started with the only Chris Level. I'm Casey Cowan. Chris, great to be back with you, wrapping up another busy week and looking ahead to a busy weekend. Of course, we'll get to the Big 12 slate up ahead, which involves the good guys, the Red Raiders on the road from Orlando as they'll take on the Golden Knights of Central Florida. And uh, this just as tricky as any other, I suppose. Of course, always difficult when you're going on the road in the Big 12 conference, but maybe more so uh, when you're talking about a team like Texas Tech coming off of an emotional win earlier in the week at your house, and you go on the road to face a team that you've beaten once already and likely to be expected to beat again, but uh, obviously nothing guaranteed whenever you leave your house. So uh, really going to have to try to keep that edge this weekend. And that's what we're always saying, I think, whenever you go to the Magical Kingdom or the Magic Kingdom, you got to keep your edge. Keep your hand on your wallet and keep your edge, right? Yeah, I'll be I'll be looking for uh, Mickey and uh, Donald and uh, and and those fine folks. It's uh, it's a happy place as Orlando. You know they uh, they have all the the theme parks and all the things. Um, and it's still it's still a shock to the system that you're headed to Orlando, Florida for a conference game. Right. You know, like that part is I guess just now sinking in. I'm about to. Uh, get on a, a bird and head that way in a little bit with the uh, with the fellas and that, it, it's just I don't know it, it, and I'm curious to see what what Central Florida is all about but yeah this is a uh, <clears throat> this is a team that you just saw uh, it's going to be basically two weeks apart uh, when you you had them at home versus when you you see them at their place they uh, when they came to your place. They had lost two of three. Well, they've since lost uh, four in a row. You know, they haven't they haven't won since you've last seen them. You kind of started that four game losing streak, and there, you know, there's some talk about Johnny Dawkins uh, maybe not making it past this year. Uh, I think he's uh, I don't know how much hot seat, but I mean I think that that's very real as they kind of start to struggle here. I mean they they are. They're 13 and 12, I think, on the season, and they're four and nine in the league. I mean, basically, they're, they're last place in the Big 12 Conference with uh, some others. They're tied at the bottom of the standings. But I just remember when I saw them uh, in, in Lubbock, and I'm like, dang, like, wh- where do they find these cats? Uh, but they've got, because here's what scares you about these teams they, they are either you know, kind of got one foot out the door, not worried about their coach, uh, checked out, 
ready to enjoy some of that Florida sun and rain because it does rain on occasion there in Orlando. It just kind of swoops on through and then it's just gone. But, you know, when you're standing in line for Space Mountain, you got to have a poncho in your pocket. It's very frustrating. Uh, I wouldn't have an experience with that or anything. But, yeah, I, I remember it back in uh, uh, back, I think, six years ago. I mean, uh, just uh, yeah, it's just like these uh, these tropical storms that just blow through there. Anyways, I digress. Um, uh, but they've got they've got two guards in Darius Johnson and Jalen Sellers that are very very good. These guys combined for I think thirty points total a game. You know, I think Johnson went for uh, twenty nine the other night in Morgantown, but it's just nobody else played well. So, do you have a team you know that is got one foot out the door and it's kind of just like, man, this is just too hard. Like we're we just don't have a chance. Or do you have a team that's like, we have, we are in the best league of the country. If we can rattle them off here and we, we can make some noise in Kansas City, you can absolutely put yourself back in a position where you're on the bubble and, and even in. Uh, but they're running out of time and they know it. And so what do you get from them? You know, and they're much better at home than they are on the road. You know, they've beaten Kansas and they've beaten Oklahoma at home. They did go to to Austin and win. We remember all, all that controversy, but and they shoot it uh, better at home. But they don't typically shoot it very well as a team. Uh, they they lead. They're, they're one of the top shot blocking teams in the country. I mean, I just expect this game to be kind of a grind. And I don't know what you're going to get from UCF. I have a pretty good idea what you'll get from Texas Tech because you're going to play hard, and maybe you can outlast them. I don't know if the big fellow will play or not. My, I'm hopeful. I think there's a chance uh, in Warren, Washington. And so, yeah, what 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 do you get here? We can dig in a little deeper if you want, but it's kind of like the face value. That's kind of what when you're it, – it, really the same thing in back-to-back weekends. You're dealing with the same scenario. Very talented at, at times and, and talented enough to beat you. I, I don't know if motivated. And I don't know, you know, and, and much better at home. So, you know, that's what you're dealing with uh, back-to-back Saturdays coming up. Yeah, certainly seems like uh, one of those days that will be, with all due respect to Central Florida, uh, all about Texas Tech as far as uh, being self-starters. I don't know, um, you know, what type of environment to expect necessarily. It looked like they've had some uh, frenzied ones previously, say, when Kansas comes to town. I don't know if they're getting up for the Red Raiders coming to town in the same way. And uh, Texas Tech, of course, coming off of the win like they had against Texas Christian, um, I think you know, it'd be natural to anticipate uh, a little bit of a lull as far as maybe some of the emotion or things like that uh, heading into the ball game. And, you know, I'm thinking, you know, back to the ball game against the Horn Frogs, Chris, where really nothing was coming easy for you uh, by any stretch of the imagination. And even though it didn't go uh, to overtime, it was kind of a taxing game. Uh, I would have to imagine all those guys that were involved. I would love, obviously, to see Warren Washington back on the floor to increase your margin for error. But, uh, I really wonder what that game against the Horned Frogs took out of them. And even though it's UCF, we're talking about, again, with all due respect, and then even maybe a little bit more. I mean, I'm just full of respect for the Knights uh, this morning. I I don't know. I've kind of expected maybe, I don't know, sluggish start. I guess it would be against uh, type, uh, not Texas Tech's type, but just typical game-to-game type if you came out with your hair on fire because – you know, you you had to empty your bucket to get that win against the Horn Frogs, and it's only been a few days, obviously, before you hit the road. For uh, you and I were talking about before beginning our conversation here today, uh, what is one of I guess the 
three longest road trips you can make, one of the two longest road trips you can make? Yeah, I mean, I I, uh, I think as far as just furthest away from Lubbock, I, mean, I think Orlando and Morgantown, uh, which you, you've got back-to-back Saturdays, maybe Cincinnati. I hadn't looked at, uh, you know, to – you know, base it on anything like a map or, or whatever. But I mean, this is uh anytime you're going east, these are longer flights, uh, especially coming home as you, you fly against the jet stream and all those things. But uh, yeah, it's just still weird that you're going to Orlando for a, a, a conference game like in the Big 12. But this is this is our reality. I mean, we've known it. It's just kind of hit me in the face. So I, I probably when I land there and uh, and, and with all the palm trees and all those things uh, that it, it'll just be like, wow, this is this is conference territory. I mean, and, and like 12 I, country. Yeah, Big 12 country. <laughs> and, I, and I think about like when like UCF had to play like after they played in Lubbock, they had to play in Provo. So you want to talk about a, a, a trip now. Yeah. I mean, Orlando to Provo and that and basically they just skipped. Uh, they, they just went straight to Provo after they left uh, Lubbock and stayed in Provo or Salt Lake City for a couple extra days. Anyways, but yeah, uh, luckily you're, you're centrally located a bit. But, you know, I, uh, <clears throat> I'm i with you. I'm not real sure what you get uh, tomorrow. I, I'm intrigued. This is a winnable game. But when, when you peel back the onion here on what Central Florida is, how they are built. First, today's episode brought to you by Ibotta. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items so you can make sure you're beating inflation no matter what you're buying. Other apps are going to give you points that don't amount to much, but with Ibotta, just add your offers in the app, upload your receipt, and you're going to get real cash that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers, including Lowe's, Best Buy, and much more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying Ibotta by using the code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use our code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use our code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Peel back the onion here on what Central Florida is, how they are built. They they are not very good uh, when the game slows down and they have to execute in the half court. Okay, they they're going to throw up some bad shots. They're going to rely on trying to bully you and have you foul them and get to the free throw line to to get offense. Where most of their offense comes from <clears throat> is is creating steals, uh, like in in the you know on defense and then just runouts and then block shots. I mean, against uh, against West Virginia the other night, I think they had ten blocks, ten. And those those are those are live ball turnovers essentially. It counts as a block, but it's essentially a live ball turnover, and it usually starts a fast break going the other way. 
And, you know, they couldn't necessarily capitalize on it the other night, but this is what you must be uh, leery of. And if we remember back to the first time you played these guys, Ibrahim Diallo did not play. He's the leading shot blocker in the Big 12 Conference uh, at like 6'11", 240, I think, just just uh, long arms and can jump. And he's averaging, I think, over, over two blocks a game in Big 12 play. He didn't play. He's been back playing, so expect to see him. Uh, tomorrow and you just have to like one of your biggest keys in this one though is is like is shot selection do I want to penetrate farther enough and then if I don't have a plan and I'm just going to throw it up it's going the other way man like you can't you can get away with it against some of these teams but not the central Florida bunch they just have too much rim protection and, and you've got to be smart. You also got to use uh, – because these guys try to block everything. Diallo mainly is if you can get some penetration, if you give them a little nudge with a, a pump fake, you can get them up in the air and get to the free throw line. You just have to be very smart and savvy there. Um, and then you, you you just have to you have to take care of the ball, um, and, and you can't foul them too. Because the, these – Johnson and Sellers – they can they're okay shooters uh johnson again he he's a 37% three point shooter however in the end of clock or end of games or whatever what they're going to do is they're going to try to run a pick and roll and they're going to let one of those guys get downhill and hope that you foul them that's kind of their mo that's their best offense at times and you you just got to play without fouling here you know and this was the game do you remember you out rebounded these guys mainly maybe Part of it because Diallo didn't uh, didn't play. Warren and, and uh, D five uh, both had double doubles, but uh, you could never get any separation from this team. This was like this frustrating team that you played. You couldn't put a run together to get away from them. They just kind of hung in there. So this is not going to be easy for you at all. No, and uh, you know I'll just wait to be pleasantly surprised. Um, if Warren Washington is on the floor yeah. before uh, considering, you know, how he might impact the game, because as I sit here uh, Friday morning talking to you, I'm thinking about Robert Jennings and, and Kyron Lindsay and uh, what type of effort they may be able to come up with. And uh, this is what happens whenever you do make an impact or are productive uh, like Kyron Lindsay, all of a sudden you've got some expectations <laughs> surrounding what you should be able to do uh, whenever you get on the floor. And I know, it wasn't the best outing for Robert Jennings, even though he still uh, was battling on the glass and did some things for you. Not a big scoring impact, but Lindsey, if you need reminding, eight points, seven rebounds last time around uh, against Texas Christian. And will loom as large as ever, I guess, figuratively speaking, uh, since these aren't the biggest guys, but um, against a team like this. So I don't know. I If Warren Washington is not in the fold once again, uh, you kind of feel like still anything could happen. And I know that technically – uh, with or without him, without him, anything could happen. But, uh, man, your margin for error is just so thin uh, without a guy like that in the mix. So hoping for good things for Warren Washington. But Lindsey and Jennings, uh, you'll continue to need to see give great efforts, obviously. Yeah, and, and Lindsey is somebody – he fits in games like this. Like the, the when, you, when you get the, the athleticism – and, and around the basket and all that, like he can play in these games. He What well, he's going to struggle – is is when it gets into a half court kind of grind and he's got to really guard and be very disciplined uh, on on when a team runs a lot of different actions uh but but i think that if it's a, a bit up and down or 
Um, and he's got to deal with some length and athleticism. He can hang in there. Uh, it hasn't been perfect. I think he's he's battled some foul trouble. So does so did Jennings last uh, time. But you know, if, if if the combo can continue to to help you, um, but they frustrate. Um, I, I I think that duo kind of frustrates Grant so much because they're not Warren. Like so, you you <laughs> yeah. see them make mistakes and do some things in a game. To where it's good too, and I'll just uh, it's like uh, there's a couple times against TCU with Kyron Lindsey, like well there was one at the end of the shot clock where he just he's a lefty, he just kind of throws it up left handed in traffic, banks in and one, and I just Grant turns around and he just got this right, he's not looking at anybody in particular, he just kind of got this wry smile, just smiling to himself like you got to be kidding me, but yeah, you know, like, but no, he right. doesn't he, he doesn't say anything, <laughs> and I, yeah. it, it cracks me up every time he he does it, it's like. Just it's almost like just like we practiced it, man. You know, yeah, um, drew it but, up just that way. Yeah, but <laughs> but then there's times where uh, he may stomp his foot and and you know go, what are you doing? You know that kind of thing too. So I don't I don't know. I think I think Warren has a good chance to play, but if not if not against UCF, I think against Texas. Um, you know, and and, and the reality here is you look at it a little snapshot. You've got three out of your next four games are on the road here. You know, and, you know, some of these, like UCF is the only one of these three road games that, that really hasn't been winning lately. Yeah. Um, you know, Oklahoma State and, and West Virginia, they, they've been mixing in some wins here. And West Virginia is the last of the road games. but They've got some freshmen that are starting to get a lot better. And that is a coach absolutely coaching for job and being very outspoken and, and they're they're grinding away at it but they just went up and got a big road win at, at Cincinnati so you just don't know what you're going to get into here at UCF and you you're right I don't know the environment that you're going to get I know what it was at the beginning of the conference season when they stormed the court when Kansas showed up and they're waving palm trees everywhere and all that stuff but like last Saturday they lose to Cincinnati at home I think yeah and so I, I just, I, you know, the fans checked out. I mean, I would hope, you know, sure. I, I'd be, I'd be all for you uh, checking out. So, I, but I, I just don't know what you're going to get into here. Hey, it's just the Red Raiders coming to town three o'clock, uh, and you got a beach or something nearby. I don't even know if Orlando's near a beach, but uh, you don't want to be in a basketball gym, guys. Come on, get out of there. Leave those seats empty. Just head on down to, uh, I don't know, Harry Potter World or whatever. I don't know why. <laughs> Disney gets so much shine. You know, Universal Studios is there as well. And I'm going to say bang for your buck, much better at Universal Studios. I've been to both. Is it? Okay, yeah. see, I, I need to ask these questions. You, you know who uh, You know who I think will be uh, – I've heard rumors of uh, uh, a former Red Raider in attendance um, that will be at this game. And he actually lives in the greater Orlando area because he played some ball there in the, in the Magic Kingdom, Tony Batie. Ah. I believe uh, maybe uh, maybe in the old uh, arena on Saturday watching his Red Raiders. So hope to see uh, yeah. Batman as they used to call him. <laughs> um, you know, because he great he, Tony Batie. Yeah, you you know you know he'd get on the Big Thunder Mountain Railroad or whatever or whatever uh, <laughs> a Harry Potter world has got going. You know he's uh, he's a theme park expert. I'll let you know if you're in Harry Potter world, not all the beer is alcoholic. I'll just tell you that. I waited in line. I don't know anything about Harry Potter, but I was there. I waited in line at a kiosk in the middle of the walkway. Everybody's walking away with beer mugs. I'm thinking, all right, this is the line I need to be in. All of a sudden, I'm noticing like eight-year-olds walking away with beer mugs. I'm thinking, wait, 
okay, either these kids are all drunks or something strange is going on. Then I figure out when I get to the front, yeah, this is uh, this is like a wizard beer. I don't know, but apparently wizards do not imbibe in the same way that I do. Before we move on, Chris, from this one and, and Texas Tech specifically, and look at the Big Twelve Conference. Red Raiders nineteen and seven overall, eight and five in Big Twelve play. Um, we talked about prior to the Texas Christian game, feeling like you know some projections would say you get another win in the Big Twelve. You've locked up your NCAA ticket. I'm not going to go that far, obviously. Uh, feeling really good about where Texas Tech is, but what's uh, what's the resume watch look like right now? You think? First, today's episode brought to you by FanDuel. And the sports calendar keeps turning and the action never stops with America's number one sports book and the official sports book of Locked On. And right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet hits. There are so many ways to spice up any action with their safe, secure, and easy-to-use apps. So get to FanDuel.com slash locked on. And if you're a new customer, take advantage of $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet with FanDuel at FanDuel.com slash locked on. Official partner of the NBA. Uh, what's the resume watch look like right now, you think? Yeah, I love these. I mean, we're, we're getting out of, running out of time to talk about the resume because the Selection Sunday is not very far off. And so you, you so as it stands right now, you, like your net ranking actually over the win over TCU the other day, it dropped slightly. Um, and, and like that's the scary part about a UCF. UCF is, is in the 70s as far as net. So even though it's a road game, so this doesn't, it's not a win's not going to benefit you, but as it, a snapshot of, of what the bracket uh, folks look like, I mean, I look at ESPN and CBS and others, but you're, you're kind of in that six seed range right now, which is pretty stout. Um, and I've seen you headed to Brooklyn. I've seen you headed to Memphis. I've seen you headed to I believe Salt Lake. Uh, so, you know, it's, and if you are in that six seed range, you could end up, you know, if you were to stay there, you could end up playing one of these teams that's won one of those first four games in Dayton, Ohio. You know, that's kind of a, it's like a 6-11 yeah. matchup. But that's where you're, that's kind of where you're at right now. Uh, and and I think that's pretty, you know, c- can you improve upon that? Yes, you can. So um, we'll, we'll kind of see what, what happens here, but you could also hurt your obviously your your situation too. But well, being a six seed right now with five regular seasons or five regular season games to play, you, you're you're in pretty good shape. But yeah, yeah, I, I think that most are going to say that you're in. But I mean, I don't know if you want to go. Yeah, we'll, we'll just lose out and then and then just see what happens. <laughs> yeah, no, I, mean, I don't think that's it. yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, you you uh, you mix in a couple more wins and you're absolutely in this in this tournament. And so kind of see what we get here but uh, it starts tomorrow yeah wild to consider what uh coach mccaslin and his staff have been able to do in year one even without uh in large part a healthy roster at least down the stretch missing cambridge and uh warren washington for some time but um you know hoping to be in an ncaa tournament conversation coming into the year was just about my only uh expectation i don't even know if i'd be bold enough to call it an expectation again just more so a hope i guess uh, getting to the Big 12 Conference at large coming up this weekend, Chris. You've got an 11 o'clock tip in Waco as Houston and Baylor will square off. You've got Iowa State hosting West Virginia. Uh, BYU is going to visit K-State. Cincinnati and Texas Christian will hook up in Fort Worth. You've got Oklahoma and Oklahoma State in Stillwater. And uh, you got the Longhorns on the road 
uh, in Lawrence, Kansas, to take on the Jayhawks. I know that early tip uh, may get the most shine with uh, the Cougars and the Bears squaring off in Waco. Yeah, I think it's a national nationally televised game, and and that's that's one that you know if if Baylor can win it, it still makes the conference race uh, very intriguing down the stretch. But if Houston wins it, they're starting to put some separation between themselves and uh, and, and others. Uh, but that 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 ought to be a a big time fight. And like Houston's coming off of a very big win over Iowa State. Uh, that was on a Monday, so they've had so, a little bit of extra time. But that that play that you know Baylor is tough to play at, and if Baylor is motivated and and which they should be because they just coming off of a loss to to BYU. But you know that that, that ought to be a doozy. The, the, there's two games that I'm I'm interested in. The, the Texas at Kansas game is not one of them, but I'm 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 semi intrigued about that one, just because Kansas is still trying to figure things out, but. Think about that for Texas. They got to go to Lawrence, Kansas, and Lubbock, Texas, and back-to-back road trips. If you're if you're an opposition, that's uh, that's fairly daunting. So um, I, I'll be interested to see how how they play in that environment because they've got to come get in the middle of another one uh, on Tuesday night here in Lubbock. But BYU at Kansas State, like it's kind of like Central Florida. Like Kansas State is kind of running out of time here. I don't know if that's a team that can turn it around. Uh, I like their pieces a lot, but it's just not working for them. They've lost, I think, six of seven. Um, you know, and they don't they 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 don't play smart at times. And I can't decide if they don't like each other, if they don't, they're not, you know, I don't I don't know. It's weird. Uh, and then you had the freshman commit that crazy intentional foul and get ejected the other day where they everybody was like he wasn't trying to hurt anybody. God bless he was. I mean, yes, he was. I mean, he just swiped across and knocked a guy out of midair. I'm like, you know, like almost lazily, you know, like it was yeah. like, what, what, you know, so I'm interested to see if Kansas State has any fight left, you know, at all. I mean, not not literally, uh, like taking people out of well. the air. <laughs> Intentional foul, he's ejected. Uh, and then the other one is, is Cincinnati at TCU. Cincinnati, uh, both of these teams are coming off of losses. We we know we know about TCU's loss. Uh, Cincinnati's uh, they they lost at home to Oklahoma State this week. Yeah. Cincinnati is absolutely firmly on that bubble. I mean, and they they can beat TCU if they play a really good game. They are one of the few teams that can match up with TCU from an athletic standpoint, depth standpoint. But again, I don't know what what you'll get out of West Miller's team or not. But there's just some intrigue there certainly. And Tech and Central Florida won't get a lot of pub and, and understandably so unless the red raiders lose yeah unless something interesting happens for all the wrong reasons <laughs> yeah you don't want to you don't want to make news for the wrong reasons and that's kind of the scary thing about some of these games you've got coming up but this is this is the beauty of the league these teams at the bottom of the standings are absolutely good enough to beat you and they've beaten some of the best teams in the conference that's why when people talk about the other leagues, it's like there is no I – mean, like right now, I think uh, you know Vanderbilt and Missouri and some of these teams like in the SEC are just awful. Like no conference wins, just – I mean, just terrible. Um, and, and you just don't have that, you know. Um, so I, I don't know. I just don't yeah. know what you're going to get. Yeah, I, I thought it was really interesting with a couple of head coaches that uh, are involved this weekend. Uh, Jerome Tang – 
I, like, have you just lost every bit of goodwill that you earned <laughs> in the first go around? Um, I guess that remains to be seen, uh, given the way that they're going to finish the season, but has not been a fun ride so far. And, uh, yeah, I don't remember the quote exactly, but uh, Rodney Terry for UT was saying something along the lines of, man, I'm looking forward to that SEC pillow fight. I think that's what he said, something like that. I don't know if you caught those comments uh, following their game last time around. But, yeah, you're talking about guys that uh, more so interested, obviously, in Tank because he's going to remain in the league. And I'm sure uh, he's not near the end of the leash or anything like that. Um, But you have such a great year uh, a season ago, and then it has been anything but – and with a lot of like drama and discontent, uh, it seems like involved for Kansas State. Not just losing basketball games, but uh, whether it was Tang and his administration or some of the things you've had going on on the floor has been kind of a soap opera to watch. Yeah, and I, I didn't see exactly what Rodney Terry said, but I think he alluded to the fact that he knew what he was getting into with the SEC, which was like uh, a lot e- easier than, than what he's currently <laughs> dealing with. I mean... It, you know, I think some of the environments in the SEC are probably pretty good, but there's just there's some bad basketball, like some some programs that just don't care or they just aren't any good at it. And um, and in the Big Twelve, you're playing in front of, I mean, sellout crowds pretty much every night out. You know, and old teams, big time coaches, all that stuff. And then yeah, the Kansas State scenario is just weird. And this is the tricky part about the portal. You know, just because you go shopping and you you get, you know, because they they had our Kaluma and Perry from Kansas State, and they added some really nice pieces and individually, but it just it hasn't really worked. And this is why I mentioned on yesterday's show with you, Cowan, that I mean, I, I think Grant and his staff deserve a lot of credit for the chemistry part of this team because mm-hmm. Grant talks about it all the time. They generally like each other, love each other. They like playing. They play hard. And and he doesn't necessarily have to say that because people can see this. There's not a lot of talking back to each other or frustration with each other, or finger pointing or anything like that. Yeah. And I think that is an underrated component here. And that's why you have given yourself a chance because you're not the most talented team on most nights. You're not the biggest team on most nights, but you are connected and you play really hard. But Kansas State's a prime example of it's just not worth, at least to this point. Now, do they have time to turn it around and start rattling them off? Absolutely. You know, that's the beauty of playing in this league is you get opportunity after opportunity every, you know, night out. And when you do win them and you start stringing them together, it's like, okay, you know, so, but just not, not a lot of time left. And then was it Tyler Perry a week ago when they lost to TCU at home? He's like, I will not. I've played in the NIT. I will not play in the NIT. Yeah. If we, if he goes, if we go to the NIT, I will not play basketball in the NIT. I will be done. I am not. And I'm just going like, whoa, like okay. what? I mean, yeah, yeah. like, uh, I mean, I, 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 I you're not going to play in the NIT. Okay, I get it. But you've marked that four, down. Yeah, you've said it like four <laughs> times. Yeah. And, and and it's it's weird because I mean, this is this is McCaslin's guy. Mm-hmm. Um. He was on an NIT run, run with them last year. I think they had a great experience, but it just kind of spoke to me about how frustrating it is and not what anybody expected up in Kansas State compared to what the yeah. Elite Eight run last year. No doubt. Uh, man, enjoyed the week uh, with you, Chris. Look forward to the road trip, uh, safe travels, and hopefully bringing back a win. And I'll be back on the other side to discuss it all, man. Thanks for the time as always. 
does Universal Studios have like a main character that's like responsible for their park, like Mickey is to Disney? Uh, is there like a, uh, it a, seemed a, like a that, face uh, of Universal Studios? It seemed like that punk wizard had really taken over a lot of real okay, estate there right. last time I well, was there, but it was uh, like X Men, Marvel type stuff, Superman, Batman. Okay, okay so they've got uh, a lot of different folks. Uh, oh, yeah. you know, yeah, like a family. Yeah. yeah, they got it going on over there too. Okay, all right. And you ain't got to worry. I don't think about some weirdo with a mustache uh, puffing a heater in the mini costume trying to take a picture with your kid either. <laughs> and what about those tunnels? That's a different show, but there's a lot of questions with what's going on at Disney. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, enjoyed it. Uh, I'll send you some pictures. Uh, if Please do. If you happen to drive by uh, any of these uh, said, uh, said parks and all that stuff. Yeah. So anyway, appreciate it. I uh, hope everybody has a good weekend. Uh, we'll talk to you early next week. Hopefully the Red that's Raiders right. uh, get it done in Orlando. That's right. Appreciate you guys being out there as always. And hope you'll be subscribed so you never miss an episode on YouTube or anywhere you get podcasts. For Chris, I'm Casey. And we hope to see you back for the next round on Locked On Texas Tech.